0: You're listening to Podcast PXN,
1: a video game podcast
2: delivering player
0: experience
2: news.
1: Let's go. Hello. It is Wednesday, December 21st, 2022. Welcome to Podcast PXN, episode 170. It is the first day of winter. Argentina has won the World Cup. Messi has won his his first World Cup. And Podcast PXN is deciding their game of the year 2022. Arguably the biggest week in the world ever right now. I am one of your hosts, Christian Macias. Uh, and, and the perennial dating app, I had the wrong uh, interrupt. Uh, the perennial dating app swiper from Portland, Oregon, Christian. And I'm joined over Discord today by Kentucky's number one Spartan and PXN founder, Daniel Prindle, aka Dan is DTM. Yeah, mess Okay. <laughs> the president of the Tifa Lockhart fan club, please stand up. He is the Nintendo aficionado and artist extraordinaire at Roro.
2: Hello. The Rock did not change the DCEU forever.
1: Wait, what? We'll talk about this. <laughs> and one half of the Men in Gitch podcast, Battlefield's bad boy, the Tarkov Teletubby himself, the DMZ daddy, uh, Wow, my boo, my boo, Gage oh. Dempster. Oh!
3: <laughs>
0: I'm feeling good now.
1: <laughs> <Yeehaw>. Dan, uh, <laughs> Dan before, before we continue on this rigmarole, roll, uh, I don't know if you listened to the Iron Giant episode of Large Popcorn, but we opened that show uh, actually praising you. Really? Um, no, I didn't. Yes, yes. Uh, we talked about uh, how you you gave Gage uh, a a beautiful introduction on PXN. It we did. couldn't remember what it was, and I think it was DMZ Daddy. It was.
4: It was. Close enough, I guess. What was it? <laughs> it was DMZ Dazzler.
0: No, I think it was DMZ Daddy. Well, Daddy's DMZ better. Dazzler? I mean,
4: I'll let you think that. That's fine.
0: Okay, whatever it was. It was good.
1: <laughs> well, if this is the
0: first and last daddy. time we try to yeah. compliment Dan. So there's that out of the way.
1: Actually, guys, you got it wrong. So fuck yeah. you. <laughs> it's in the dock It's in the dock right here. <laughs> Folks, Maybe it was thank DMZ you, Dazzler. <laughs> I like Daddy. I'm sticking with Daddy. That's fine. Uh, Thank you, folks, uh, to everyone watching us live and participating in the chat. Just as a reminder, we are live each and every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern on YouTube. Just search podcast PXN. You can also find us on twitch.tv slash podcast PXN. Some housekeeping real quick that I forgot to include here. Uh, I have to apologize for last week. Uh, Gage pointed this out. I mistakenly, by the way, when we were were discussing... um, I wish I knew his name as well, but I'll refer to him as the Bill Clinton kid. We were (laughs) discussing... (laughs) You laugh. We were discussing uh, that he was—he uh, stormed into, I think it was like BlizzCon or something—and was saying, uh, f- uh, "Free Hong Kong." I mistakenly said, "No, this is bad," thinking, conflating that it had something to do uh, with uh, China's kind of uh, attempt to take over of Taiwan. In reality, it's not at all. So uh, my ignorance really shown there. No, uh, yeah. So indeed, Free Hong Kong it is an activist movement. So uh, I had to look this up. So very cool. And thank you to Gage for. Uh, correcting us and keeping us straight here on pxn
0: yeah well too little too late i mean you're this is your last episode you're gone so i mean the apology was nice but (laughs) there's not a whole lot we can do for you here if it were up to me i'd yeah if it were up to me i'd say that's fine but you know man
4: i was pulling for you to make it to 200 but (laughs) (coughs) whatever whatever Folks, uh, the
1: topic of the show this week is our game of the year, 2022. But first, the show always starts with the quick bites. So let's go ahead and jump right in. Make sure I have the right dock up. Okay. Uh, Most of the news this week is going to be in quick bites because our actual news of the week is uh, stuff pertaining to game of the year and our 2022 predictions and stuff. So uh, quick bites might be a little, little (laughs) uh, not so quick this week. But anyway, uh, first item. The Death Stranding movie is in the works from Hammerstone Studios and Kojima Productions. Quote, We hear that it will introduce new elements and characters within the Death Stranding universe. Not yet clear who will write and direct the pick. though we understand it's now on the fast track with development underway. Uh, this is off the heels of last week's discussion. Uh, are there too many video game adaptations now turning into movies, and then this dropped the next day? To which my answer is still yes. Yeah.
5: Aye, aye. Uh, is, did they say that Kojima is uh,
2: um, on board with this or is it just I guess it's too early to say that
1: yeah K, I mean KGP is working with Hammerstone to oh, okay. yeah which I think
0: he's stated before that he's he wants to make movies he wants to push into that yes. media which is unfortunate because it's it, it kind of reinforces that weird sort of uh, I don't know it seems like a lot of people think that film is like the ultimate media where it's like game, games have a lot of strong suits it's kind of weird that he was obsessed with going to film but you know
1: well it's something he's always wanted to do and i'm happy that he's getting to do it even though he's not directing or writing he is having a part in it my thing is like i wish he was he would do something new if this if that was the case mm. um they are going to expand the death straining universe with the movie like they're gonna uh, explore different characters whatever i think they said and like uh kind of do stuff that the game didn't but still it's like when the game is that uh such like very much narrative narrative um, and why adapt it into a movie at all? I don't know. Right. Again, we'll continue to have these conversations.
4: Let, let's be we- honest, Christian. You'll be there day one watching it. Will I? <laughs> well,
0: I,
1: I don't pro- know.
0: I'll probably be there day one. I'm just curious.
1: I'll have to see who's writing and directing first, and then I'll decide.
0: No way. No way. I'll, I, won't, I won't look at any of that, and I'll take like five gummies, and then I'll be like, let's go. <laughs> let's see what happens.
1: Five is too many. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, Gage mentioned gummies. I have to say, because it's been a while since um, I've been on the show. Avatar 2 came out, right? There's an Avatar game. This is my segue. This is the link. An Avatar game is coming out. Uh, So I went to go see The Way of Water, and I had a gummy. Uh, I think I mentioned this in the private chat. Before the Oppenheimer IMAX sneak peek started, the gummy was hitting. And when the IMAX sneak peek began, and the fucking, you know, the loud music and... was happening it, it made my heart beat off rhythm just once enough to give me like send me into like kind of an induced anxiety kind of episode where i had to like tell myself to breathe manually in and out to calm myself down jesus it was so good it was very much <laughs> worth it
4: <laughs> Oh, okay sounds like the opposite anyway. of
1: good but i mean let's move on our next item here sony has confirmed that spider-man 2 will release for PS5 in fall 2023. Now, normally I'd be like, haha, that's funny. But it is Insomniac. And Insomniac kind of hits those release dates yeah. when they say they're going to release. So I, it, it might happen. I can see it.
5: Yeah. yeah. Very Great. exciting. I can't wait to see it and hear more about it and other games, because we haven't for quite a while. <laughs>
1: Well, oh, okay, we'll discuss, we'll discuss. There's, there's one segment here we'll discuss. Uh, okay, moving on. Amazon has signed to the next Tomb Raider game from Crystal Dynamics. Uh, I'm not sure. I think they're, they are the publisher. I don't yeah. think they're the developers. Is that correct?
2: That is correct.
1: Uh, yeah, I don't know how I feel about this. Uh, it's going to be TBD on whether or not this uh, this game is going to be exclusive to... I think the, the ones in the past were exclusive to the Xbox platform, if I remember correctly. So... We'll see if this one is exclusive as well, or or if it'll continue with Camilla Luddington. Who knows?
4: Tomb Raider, Tomb Raider was not exclusive. Time exclusive.
1: Time exclusive. Rise, of Time the exclusive.
4: Tomb- Rise of the Tomb Raider was, but then Shadow was the same day and date with everything. Gotcha. I never played Shadow, so I don't remember. Thank you. Yes, but yeah, this. Also, this is kind of weird because um, the parent company that owns Crystal Dynamics, they're a publisher themselves, so it's weird that they wouldn't just publish it themselves uh, because it's Embracer, right, that owns them now?
1: It does now. Yeah, that's very recently, right? A couple months ago, two months ago?
4: Yeah. That's interesting that they're partnering with Amazon for that instead of them just doing it. But I don't know, maybe maybe need more uh, funding or something. I don't know.
1: Yeah, it's going to be interesting when this game gets revealed to see what it's actually looking like, because uh, as of right now, I can't really envision what, what that is. Or Are they rebooting, sequeling? I don't know. I don't know. Speaking of weird new projects, Guerrilla Games continues to expand the Horizon universe with a new multiplayer online co-op project. Um, how are we feeling on this? This is like the third or fourth thing Guerrilla is doing with Horizon right now? That's not main horizon proper sorry
2: um yeah i don't know how everyone else is feeling i i, I beat the first one i never finished the the i haven't finished for uh, forbidden west yet um but even not finishing it i feel horizoned out even though yes. i have even like finished the game yet I I don't really know if I want this I, and I, I don't know if there's a lot of people out there clamoring for it either. I, I just could be in the in the wrong circles. But I feel like okay, this is a lot of Horizon for a series that doesn't seem to be as on fire as these people seem to believe it is.
4: Yeah, in the same exact boat as Euro. Like I didn't finish it uh, Forbidden West either and yeah, I was very much Forbidden Wested
2: out. Yeah, but then again there's Kirik in the chat who I know loves it, right? He that's, that's like one of his game of the years. So we could be the the odd odd people out here and then this is like huge news for some people. Yeah.
1: Right. Power to power to you Kirik, but uh, in my opinion I think uh, Gorilla should be I don't know. I I would like it if they were doing something else cuz something about Horizon just hasn't been memorable. Like even though like playing the games is like I feel like I'm having a great time and when I put it down I instantly forget about like what kind of world building they were doing and the story was like a little like the ending was a little bit mm, didn't nail it as much for me and it's like i don't know i don't know if i need more kind of universe expanding and it seems to be kind of the trend with sony right now it's like, like how do we get more things that kind of build our little world of games like well i don't know maybe i'm just being a hater
4: well, and maybe this pivot will work very well for Horizon. Like I think we briefly talked about in our uh, private chat, uh, I, I said to Gauge, like maybe this is a survival game that uh, could be really cool in the vein of like uh, Arc, the Arc games. Mm. Um, so yeah, if, if they do something cool like that, then maybe <coughs> that'll get some new interest for people that aren't as, you know, or kind of tired of the mainline oh. franchise.
0: And, that, and that that could work. Just to jump in because. Um... It's not super successful. I actually think it's an okay game, but the um, um, Conan Exiles game uh, is very much... You can play it in first person, but it's very much developed from third person. It does have kind of this souls Light sort of feel to it where it's all about parrying and dodging, but it's still your sort of build-up-your-base sort of block-by-block survival game arc style stuff. So... With that, like, after playing that game, I could definitely see a world where you could do something in the Horizon universe like that. Now, whether or not that is warranted is a whole other decision. I haven't played any uh, Horizon yet. I was going to say four is a fuck. <laughs> um, That's funny. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, it, it definitely could work if they wanted to go that route. But my big concern is that, like, man, it seems like Sony is just very, very franchise-focused right now. Lots of sequels, lot, and not even just like, oh, we're gonna continue with the next game. Like, oh, this is doing well. Let's get like a spinoff and a sequel and a, and a movie a or TV show tie-in. Yeah. yeah, they are just like franchising it. Like, to yeah, me. like it's getting a little bit much. That's my only concern.
1: It's it's like MCU fatigue, is what I'm akinning it yes. to be honest. Yeah,
0: they're doing it to every one of their IPs. It feels like it's almost like, all right, slow down. Like,
1: cart before the horse type. Yeah, type energy. Before, before we move on, I'll, I'll say, and this is like on the opposite end, is that uh, Ghost of Tsushima, when they did their uh, multiplayer project that came out like right after, that I think was free. If you owned Ghost of Tsushima, you could play this expansion for free. was some of the most interesting stuff I, I found from, from Ghosts, like the uh, kind of gameplay mechanics that you had to do to work together to like kill enemies with like various buffs. And then uh, in terms of art style, like they got really weird with it in the multiplayer side of it. Uh, if Gorilla brings that kind of energy, I think this could be kind of a fun thing to do with with friends as a co op project. Uh, but other than that, I don't, I'm I'm not sure how many people are are going to be as invested in this. So right. we'll we'll have to wait and see.
4: Kirk says uh, that, Kirk says they have to do something. They're they're about to lose the COD franchise. I don't know that they're about to lose the COD franchise, Kirk, But even if that uh, <clears throat> merger goes through, but we'll see. We'll see.
5: Uh, moving on. We if got that two joke, bits of... that's funny. Also. Got the whole squad laughing. Get it? <laughs> I get
1: it. Two bits of Microsoft news. Microsoft could introduce a cheaper ad-supported tier of Xbox Game Pass, according to a survey. Two quick things. Could not imagine uh, Game Pass getting cheaper. That's crazy. One. Two. What would an ad-supported tier of Xbox Game Pass look like? Because I have no clue.
2: Hopefully, it, what if it's like it
0: interrupts the game that you're playing? That would suck.
1: That would not be worth it. I would not put, even. A little
4: yeah. Bit. Nope. I would hate that. <laughs>
0: yeah. What if they put it? What if they put it in loading screens?
4: <laughs> There's really not loading screens anymore, really, on next gen, anyways. Yeah.
0: Okay. What if every time Kratos shimmies through a cave, a little <laughs> thing pops up on the left-hand corner and is like. Have you heard of PlayStation Extra Plus Tier Premium?
1: Dude, I would... <laughs> I would kill myself. I wouldn't destroy <laughs> the console. Uh, the console stays. I'm I'm done. I'm the one
4: leaving.
0: I don't like this world anymore. Yeah. No, it's, that would be terrifying.
4: Or maybe even... Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead, Ben, sir.
2: No, go for it. Go for it.
4: Uh, I, I was just maybe thinking, like, maybe they give you, like, an hour of gameplay and then you have to watch a two-minute clip or something i don't know i I, there's got to be something (laughs) you know that's going to get them revenue to recoup that but yeah i don't know that this is really necessary because game pass isn't that expensive as it is i feel like but i don't know
1: i would prefer like in-game ads um like you know you play forza horizon they got like stuff on the side little billboards and stuff for you know uber eats or whatever grubhub Anyway, I don't know. Final bit of Microsoft news here in the in the quick butt. This one is actually worthy of a, a little bit of a discussion here. Uh, Gage sent this at 3.30 in the morning.
3: Uh,
1: <laughs> Microsoft is planning to do some event in quarter one in 2023. This is a rumor uh, to showcase their promised titles for the first half of the year. Uh, Gage, did you read any of this uh, rumor from this uh, Reddit post?
0: I did so. It's it's a li- so Reddit post. All right, let's all settle down here. It is a link to a Windows Central article by editor in chief Jez Corden. Thank you very much. Let's just let's just simmer down. Um, yeah, there's rumors that they're working on a show for for Q1 2023. Um, the rumor within the rumor, which is something that you mentioned in the private chat, but I also mentioned like a month and a half ago, was that. Uh, both of these big players don't really want to do a big press conference right now because of their ongoing legal battles. Sony doesn't want to be like. Obviously, it's 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 good for their console to come out and say, "Look at all these games you can only get on PlayStation." But the thinking is, is that that won't look great for their uh, CMA stuff that they're going through and all that stuff. So, um, but they're gonna have to get something out eventually, right? Because because people, you're still business uh, fan base like us. Still want to know when things are coming out so um yeah rumor is early 2023
5: what do we think about that
1: hmm how would the optics look for xbox dan please
4: no no you, you go
1: because it's it's the same kind of like uh, n- uh nerves that imagine on on both for both companies it's like is xbox super eager to show off their stuff right now when they're they're like are they just as concerned of, as how they would appear to the CMA um, if they showed up, like, here are all the games coming to, to Xbox. It's like, okay, well, well, they have a bunch of games coming out too. Like, do they need another merger or another acquisition, I should say? Right. Um, that said, I, I do think there was a lot of people after the Game Awards coming out and being like, hey, Xbox didn't have, like, any presence here. And, you know, we're sure there are think pieces out there that are like, 2023 is going to be a big big year, but it's it's one thing to write these things, it's also another thing to show them and build anticipation. They're a little bit, you know, they're this similar but they're also a little bit different. Uh, and I think a, a Q1 2023 show would go far for Xbox people. Uh that'd yeah. be a great place to show off uh Wonder Woman if they have that uh as well as Indiana Jones. Uh, either of those two. And if anything anything that Ninja Theory is working on, whether it be Hellblade 2 another look with a release date or uh, their project uh project mara i think would be i mean those are three bangers right there they do anything else small partnerships it's all just filling out the show and getting the slate for 2023 xbox that'd be that'd be huge
4: yeah and they've gotta show something like uh for this year like we've got virtually no information about games coming out this year besides redfall and starfield like uh, of course we know forza's coming but like, we've seen nothing from that game, and uh, there's a lot of stuff in the fall that we're not really sure what we're going to get because we don't know when Starfield's coming out. Maybe it gets pushed all the way to the fall, which would be a year, um, I guess, push from what it was originally supposed to be. But, yeah, uh, they, they've they got to start showing some stuff because um, they made all those acquisitions many years ago, and uh, we're still waiting to see the fruits of that labor, but hopefully start are paying off here soon. We'll see.
1: Ro, any thoughts from you before we close out QuickBites? I don't um, know. I'll put you on the spot. I'm sorry. No,
2: no, it's okay. No, it's all right. I, 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 really hope that they do show off some stuff, and I hope that go and that goes for everybody, uh, because I feel like we haven't seen a lot from anybody. I any know the big three. Uh, yeah, Nintendo, Sony, and Microsoft, obviously included. Uh, but out of the three, definitely Microsoft, as you guys were saying, is the one who could benefit the most from it, because. Uh, I feel like people are going to show off from Nintendo and Sony no matter what, but I think Microsoft needs to to show show off what they got what they got cooking the most, yeah. especially after the the Game Awards were. Even Nintendo didn't have that much to show besides the 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 Fire Emblem advertisement for the DLC. <laughs> um, but I I feel like that conversation is so different than how we talk about Microsoft in like the past year because Nintendo has Breath of the Wild and that's really all they kind of need. Uh, for people to be excited. So yeah. Hope I hope Microsoft does the Q one. But I, I hear what Gage is saying with the uh, the whole Call of Duty debacle where they're kind of just waiting for the other guy to drop the drop the hat there. Right.
0: The... And I think Nintendo kinda gets away with it too because they do a really good job of communicating regularly with their directs. So it's not like mm. it's not like Nintendo fans are waiting with bated breath right. for like, you know, once or twice a year to hear what's up. Like you guys are regularly updated, you know, with what like one game at a time, a little twenty minute direct, So <clears throat> I feel like that's why Nintendo fans, whenever these events happen, it's never really an expectation because you guys know you'll get a direct within the next,
1: you that's
0: know, true. two, three months, about uh, one game coming up.
4: You know Kirby
1: what? Air Ride 2.
4: Let's go. You know what Gage <laughs> needs, Ro? You What's said that? that Nintendo has Breath of the Wild. That's all they needs. Gage, all he needs is State of the K3. That's all I need. Just give that's it all to I need.
5: Microsoft. <laughs> that's all I need. More like
4: micro hard.
1: Um that is it for our quick bites. Let's move on to our PXA news of the week. Yo, today we're going to tally our 2022 predictions. Oh no. A long Whoa. time ago in a Kentucky far far away, um <laughs> we decided to uh give three predictions each on what would happen in 2022. Oh no. Um oh, dear. it is time to go over our predictions and tally up the points.
4: I we're going to do these. I did too. yeah <laughs> this
1: is, this is exciting. Uh we're going to do <clears throat> everyone's first ones and then everyone's seconds and everyone's thirds, okay? My order here that I wrote them down is uh Daniel, then roe then me, then Gage. Dan Starfield is delayed to 2023. What? Yes. <laughs> Let's go. Wow. All right. Starting wow. off strong. <laughs> and starting off strong with one point. That's epic. <laughs> Great. Row. Oh, God. Mario Odyssey is unveiled. Their no. new. Sorry. Mario Odyssey team unveils their new game. Either a Donkey Kong game or Mario Odyssey 2. Did not happen. No, did not happen. Zero happen. points.
2: Where is their game?
1: Dude, I'm waiting. I don't know. I'm waiting. Hopefully, it's Mario Galaxy 3. Am I right, fellas? Oh, yeah. Anyway, me. Breath of the Wild 2 does not release this year. Oh. point for me. We got him. We got him. <laughs> Gage. For some reason, I highlighted this in red. I don't know why. We'll find Stay out. of Decay 3. Redfall comes out and it's good. Oh, <laughs> and in parentheses, good Metacritic score and Twitter buzz. Uh, Redfall has yet to come out, so zero points. Dang
0: it! Dang That's it. super. Yeah, why am I such a fucking naive piece of shit? <laughs> 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 Let's
1: move on. Uh, Dan's number two, Coalition reveals a brand new IP. They are taking a break from Gears, although the next Gears game still is in development, though. Uh, Coalition, I don't think revealed anything this year. No. Nope. You
2: nope. did partner with Fall Guys, though. That's true, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they faked me out po-
1: there. Point zero 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 one point. No, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah, nothing, nothing. <laughs> uh Ro, you'll have to help me out for the second one. I don't think they did, but we'll find out. Two. Atlas unveils Project Re fantasy. No, that did not happen. It did not happen, unfortunately. Yeah. Zero one day. For Ro.
2: <laughs> one day it'll happen.
1: One day. I hope. Ro- Bro, you keep predicting this every time there's an award like an award show or, th- or you know, I gotta do or it.
2: Someday Someday
1: <laughs> happen. Eventually, eventually you'll be right.
5: <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> Oh my God. me. Bloodborne PS5 remaster plus PC port 60 frames per second. Yeah, fucking right. I'm still waiting. Zero <laughs> points. Gage, I highlighted yours in yellow. I don't know why. Let's find out. I think this means like half points. I, I apparently went over this at some point. I don't remember. The Last of Us Remake comes out this year. Oh, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. First PlayStation game that comes day and date with PC.
2: Mm. <laughs> oh, dang. you almost had it. <laughs> almost had point,
1: it. Half a point from the <sighs> game. Okay, I think this is,
0: this is the soonest turnaround by far, though, because it launched in September coming out in March,
5: yeah. right?
1: Yeah, yeah, you're right. Mm. Nailed it. Didn't nail it in early 2022 when you predicted this, but still. Dan, your final one. PlayStation announces Uncharted 5. No. It's not named 5. And it stars what? Uh, a spoiler. So,
0: Bro, way out of line. Way out of pocket. <laughs> There's
1: no I way I didn't give it. you shit for that. I respect it, Dan. You, you swung for the fences. I did. And that's the fun. Yeah, I respect you. Thank you. Ro, a new Nintendo Online game zelda game dungeon uh-huh. crawler oh, okay i understand a new nintendo online game similar similar to like the mario one yeah. uh it's a zelda game and it's a dungeon crawler no it's... no bro you're at zero points my friend
3: oh my god what
1: else is new <laughs> uh me final one naughty dog <laughs> naughty dog <laughs> announces a new game this fall it is a new ip i am still waiting with bated breath zero a points while apparently we'll see about that i feel like there's still three teams we've, went, we've we talked about this anyway gauge your final one xbox capture overhaul we're talking clips <laughs> party chat audio editing etc
0: wow i really gave them way too much credit this year they couldn't get one of those things and now you may and be thinking that didn't come that didn't come from nowhere. They mentioned in that in like a in a Xbox Wire forever ago that they were gonna overhaul the capture. God damn it, Phil! I, th-
4: I think they did make some updates to it, but it wasn't to the extent of like what you were hoping for. Like, oh,
0: yeah, the captures work perfectly. Like, they work now. That's yes. the update that they made.
4: Yeah.
5: <laughs> like we still can't do anything with them.
1: And now you may be thinking, God, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, that that means Gage is in last, you know, whatever. Rose in third, and then Christian and Dan are tied for first.
2: oh am I in third? With point five? I got a. Oh, I don't even remember. I got a point. Never mind. Okay.
1: No, sorry. No zero. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I did this wrong. Gage, I apologize to you. Bro, you're in last. No, you know, hey, you gravitated third. towards dunking on me. I get it.
0: No, no. I let's call it what it is. Yeah.
1: Oops. Oopsie, whoopsie Uh. I decided Mm -hmm. to have some fun with it. We also did some various open critic predictions towards the end of the year that I wrote Mm -hmm. down. Every one of these that you get right will be one point added to you.
2: Oh, wow. I want to redeem myself. What do we get if we win all the points?
1: (laughs) I don't know. A kiss? What do you want? (laughs) And so I figured for open critic predictions, it's whoever is the closest gets the point.
4: That's fair. Okay. Okay. Without going over. Closest without going general.
1: over? Ah. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm not unaware of this. Is that prices right? Yeah. Yeah. We could do that if you wanted to.
0: It's up to you. It's a, we're just clarifying.
1: Yeah. I'll let you guys decide. I I mean I haven't started looking at the at the I guess let's just do bit.
0: closest too, because it's it could like Metacritics can kind of go all over the place.
1: Okay. That's fair. I'm on open critic because we did open credit predictions. So,
0: whatever, same one. thing.
1: Our first, we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight games to go over. Eight points. I already know our one first one up is I... Sonic Frontiers.
3: Screwed
4: up. <laughs> oh, God.
1: <laughs> okay, let's go over our predictions. I said it'd be in the low 70s, specifically 73. Hmm. Roe, you said it'd be in the high 70s, didn't give an actual number. Dan said 77. Gage said 69. Sonic Frontiers is at
5: 72. 72. Yeah. Wow. Point Macias. Point Macias.
1: Next one up. Modern Warfare 2. 2022. Dan, you said 88. That's really high. Gage said... That is very high. Gage, a little bit lower at 84. I also went with 84. Ro, I like it, playing the game right underneath at 83. Our top average is 75. Ro, you're the closest.
5: It got that <laughs> low, eh?
1: 75? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's not too bad. That's, no, that's pretty normal no, for that's Call no, of Duty games. Is,
0: but usually, I feel like usually they score like, it's usually like eights. But I'm surprised. Okay. I respect that.
5: That's a good score. That's what it deserves because it's broken a little bit.
1: It's a little broken. It's a little broken. Overwatch 2, Gage, mid 60s. Dan, upper 70s, specifically 76. Me, 73. Ro, high 70s. Mm, oh, I
2: <laughs> gave actual numbers.
1: The average is 77. Wait, I, Dan, what did Dan say? He said high 70s, same as you, but he gave uh, a specific number, 76. I, Dan, I am man. I'm inclined yeah. to give it to Dan. Yeah.
0: Heck
4: yeah.
2: I don't know why I didn't give numbers. What was I doing?
0: <laughs> <laughs> the fact that Overwatch 2 scored higher on average than Modern Warfare 2, even though it's the same game, all they did was add about like predatory monetary practices is insane <laughs> to me. That's oh insane. God.
4: Well, don't forget the first game kind of had that too with the loot boxes. Sure, but I mean right. you
0: bought it once and then you had it. Like heroes weren't locked behind. Every new hero they added was free.
1: True. Uh this next one, we all overshot, by the way. It's Gotham Knights. Oh no. Gage said it was landing in the mid-70s. I said it land at 77. Dan said it would hit 80. Oh. And and Ro said it would hit 78.
0: To be fair, when we made these predictions, it was before any of us knew that it would require a flux capacitor to run at 30 frames at 1080. <laughs> so, dude,
1: the the uh, <laughs> what what uh, what guys do the uh, digital boundary their, their video yeah. <laughs> their PC video on Gotham Knights is hilarious. Uh, the actual open critic for this is 69. Nice. Um which means the closest is either me or Gage. I gave 77. Gage gave mid-70s. So that'd be Gage, eh? Hell yeah. What?
5: Did you have to say A like that?
4: Yeah. (laughs) You got a problem? Boot it?
5: Yeah, there it is. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Gotta make fun of my nationality. (laughs) That's good. It's it's good.
1: Okay. Uh... Four more to go. We're looking at Pokemon Scarlet and Violet row you guessed 83 Ooh. i guessed 87. daniel a little bit under at 85. Holy congratulations shit. gage you nailed it exactly <laughs> with 72. <laughs> whoa i did what on
0: the...
4: purpose too what were what were us three let him thinking? Cook.
2: well i didn't think i don't think any of us thought it was going to be broken
4: yeah, that's fair. My goodness.
0: Age knew something, dude. Knew he was something. on to something I didn't. Like, oh, I okay. just did it out of principle. I was <laughs> like, one of these fucking Pokemon games has got to get scored what it deserves. And lo and behold, finally.
1: Piece of crap fucking Pokemon game is going to run like shit. I'm kidding. Um, wow. God of War Ragnarok. <laughs> I remember us having the discussion here. Is it going to uh, land higher or lower than the original? You know? Let's go over our guesses. Me, I said it would land a bit under at ninety. Dan, you said ninety-two. I should, I should actually—I should look at what the original is. It's
4: Hold the 94, phone. Ninety-four, right or ninety-five?
1: Ninety-four. Open critic. Okay. So me, I guess ninety. Dan, you guessed ninety-two. Gauge eighty-nine. And Ro, you also came in with uh ninety two. We allowed it. We allowed it. Oops. Can we, you guess? Want it.
4: Wait, like,
3: I don't Ro know where you are. <laughs> this, this way. <laughs> there we go. There we
4: go.
1: Can you guess the open critic for uh, Ragnarok?
5: Ninety two.
1: Okay. Well, you're looking at it. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's ninety two. Is it? Yeah.
4: Hell yeah. Nice.
1: I'm sorry, no no 93.
4: 93.
1: It's 93. Oh. Close enough. It's 93, yeah. So Dan and Roe both get the points on that one.
5: Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> Callisto
0: Protocol. You were dead on with this one. I remember.
1: Look at him getting giddy. I I said this in conversation. I'm looking at my <laughs> guesses, it's like, damn, why did I, why did I guess this? <laughs>
0: I remember, here, no, I remember because we all thought you were going low, but you've got this fucking right on the money, I can guarantee no, you. No,
1: you'll, you'll, you'll see here. Closter Protocol, Dan, 89. <laughs> <Rip>. Gage, 88. <laughs> Me, 86. Wow. Fucking Roshan, 85. There you hey. go. You got it. <laughs> of course, Closter Protocol, not getting very good reviews, when that came out, and that hit at 68 uh, at open critic average.
0: I could have sworn you went like 10 points lower on that one. Wow. I was way off base. Never mind. Roshan wins again. Also, by using his
1: bullshit strategy. (laughs) (laughs) Don't hate the player. Hate the game. eh? I'll hate both. It's fine. (laughs) Oh, I fucking hate you guys for this. Uh Uh-oh. Okay. Last one. High on life. Me. I guess 73. Dan. 80. Gage. Quit uh, biting my ankles, 73. Row, quit biting our ankles, 73. <laughs> just bite everybody's legs. Yeah. Uh, open critic average, 70. We all split the points on that one. Dang it. So, okay, here's what I'm going to do I'm going to work backwards. Let's do, uh, since Row was in last, I'll add all our rows right now. Mm-hmm.
5: Row, I, I
4: just want to seemed- tell. I just want to tell you, I watched back the clip when we did our fist bump and we, we both did the were... opposite direction. Yeah. Yeah. It's like... <laughs> I had a
3: feeling.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh god. I, I, I was looking at my screen here and yeah. then I looked on the on the uh twitch bot and it's like, wait, my books are on the other side. <laughs> the, the, wait, what's going on?
4: <laughs> oh my god. That's great.
1: Give me another two minutes here, and I'll have final scores. Fill the air for me.
4: Do, Oh, do, do. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Um. Yeah, I. I th- can we just talk about how I gave way too high of scores for everything? I I gave 80s and aboves. It sounds like for almost everything.
2: You had faith.
4: Yeah. Had faith. I was I was too high on life. Get it <laughs> high in life. Sorry. Have you started that yet? That was funny. Uh, we'll, we'll get into it in the be, next uh, segment. Yeah, that'll uh- be a different discussion, Gage. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Last one.
5: Oh yeah! Yay! Yeah. Uh, there <clears throat> we go.
4: Oh, sorry. How about what? I was just gonna say, how about Glenn in the chat who's loving Gotham Knights game at not such a great Glenn's game. eyes are really
0: bad anyway, so he can't really tell when the game's running yeah. at twenty-two frames
5: per second. He's just like, Oh, it's Robin! <laughs> <laughs> I love Robin.
1: I hate you guys. Uh In fourth place, me. Yay. At last, at last. With three points, with three points. Gage, you salvaged third place with 3.5. That's
0: bullshit. How does this keep happening? Like, even when I win, I still lose. (laughs) Winning for me is just coming in not last.
1: Second place, Glenn. We love you. And tied for first with four points each. Oh, no Daniel no a I hate Dan, dude. <laughs> Let's go, <Ro. laughs> Bro. Has he yeah. lost anything yet? <laughs> no. That's so, so stupid. stupid. And it I
4: cheated.
0: Just,
4: I mean, <laughs> Ro, Ro, I think we need to just keep telling them that they need to start listening to us more, right? Absolutely. I mean, absolutely.
1: Ne- next year, if we do the Open Critic predictions, I'm, I'm like subtracting 10 points from all my predictions.
0: <laughs> For real. And we absolutely should do this next year.
1: And speaking of doing this next year, uh, stay tuned. Sometime in January, we'll be doing our 2023 predictions. Uh, that way we can go over this again at the end of the year. because It's usually pretty fun to see what we got right, what we got wrong. And if you're listening, tell us what you think is going to happen in 2023. Will Spider-Man actually release? We'll find out. That is it for our PXN News of the Week. Let's mosey on over into what you got for me. Daniel, you're up.
4: Thank you, Christian. I am right here on. No, I'm just... <laughs> it sounded like you were introing me for like a game <laughs> show. <laughs> uh, I have been playing DMZ Raid, which I played with both Gage and Christian, and man, that was a ton of fun. I think Ooh, is it good. Honestly, was that... it? honestly i think that's my favorite part of modern warfare 2 is that that raid. that was really cool uh and i hope they keep doing more of these and they come out uh with with a good cadence um so yeah it was really fun we encountered one weird bug that got gauge stuck in one part of the map okay or we're
0: all apes and didn't think to check the option which eventually cleared it because that also probably could have fixed it immediately
4: yeah Yeah, we could have went to. Last to point trip.
0: that out, to be fair.
1: That's fair. Yes. The thing is, with these raids, I'm sorry, Dan, keep going, and then we'll talk about it after.
4: No, yes, uh, I I was just very excited to play it. It's it was very unique. Like there was a lot of cool th- tasks that they had you do. Like you look through the video monitors to get different codes to enter codes into the the system, and just us figuring that out was really cool. Um, and then Christian going up there and just typing a random three-digit number thinking he was going to get it on the first try.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. Right. Okay. This been, you didn't listen to me. Oh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You bastard. <laughs> Never listen to me. Um, there was no way for me to exit that without submitting a code first, so I had to type in something, hence the 696.
0: Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I will say, regardless of, of how you feel about it, whether or not it hit for you or not, they put a lot more into the Raid than I thought they would in terms of yes. like, effort. That's, that was my big takeaway. They had it had a custom cutscene in intro and outro, fully mo-capped with like, the principal actors. And the like like Dan was saying, the amount of like objectives you had to do and the dynamic. Now, whether or not they can keep that tempo with the rest of them and however many more they're, they're going to make is another thing. But I just wanted to point that out there. Whether or not the Raid hits for you is besides the point. I'm surprised with how much effort they put into it.
1: I think yeah
0: I was fully expecting just like another co-op mission but like with the difficulty cranked and it's just annoying and don't get me wrong this was fucking annoying at, at certain parts but like it was kind of fun to do the puzzles and like the
4: sharing the oxygen and all that stuff right and can can they keep it unique that's what I hope that they keep changing right. it up and not like you know the next section has another thing where you look through video cameras to get you know right, right. Keep, keep us guessing I, I like that a lot my biggest surprise
1: with the raid um is is how much they had us engage with the mechanics uh, i think if you're going to do a raid like a, a, the the big inspiration right now is going to be destiny because i think destiny does really long and unique raids i don't think call of duty is anywhere close to that but what i think what they offered for the very first one is is at least a kind of taste at that in in the world of call of duty and that was fresh enough it to be fun in call of duty i don't think i don't think it was as complex as anything that like destiny does but it still felt satisfying to actually be doing it in the moment in call of duty and it was pretty fun it was like towards the end like oh rotate rotate like that that, right that's just cool well um and then
4: Yeah. And and to to go on the back of that, the barrier to entry is way lower because in Destiny, you have to have the right equipment, the right weapons. You got to make sure you're at the right level like this. You can just pick up and jump right in. You don't have to worry about any of that. So that's very, that's true. Right.
1: For future ones, I would love to do like some kind of like class setup. I think going into one would, would be really cool. I think that's a
0: missed opportunity because their co-op is the same, where you can't you can't select that stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's strange because I know in Modern Warfare 2019 you could, um, you could go in with a custom loadout. So I mean, maybe that's something they can fix, you know, in 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 post, as it were. But, uh, um, I agree with that. It'd be cool to have some sort <clears throat> of like progression that is unique to that, because then you could start getting into the more complex Destiny-like raids, where it's like, okay, make sure yeah. you have you know equipment like this and that and so on and so forth
1: and i will say apart from that bug that kind of let Gates just kind of sit there for a while while dan and i had to progress for him um i thought it was is a very cool first rate um yeah. i think everyone should if you have Call of Duty, it's, it's a thousand percent a thing you should be trying out it's pretty fun
0: and we should point out you get it you actually get a, a decent worthwhile reward too in a, in a game that is incredibly stingy and notorious for putting all the coolest design things behind a $20 paywall they give you a pretty cool skin uh, and then yeah. the operator for completing it which is cool and as long as they keep doing that even if it's only like a weapon blueprint I think that's that's totally fair I'm really I'm really liking again it's the bare minimum I think it should be a lot more across the industry but in terms of this year's Call of Duty I'm liking how you can play a lot of these different game modes and get something from all of them I think they've done a good job and making each of these game modes kind of feel like they're worthwhile in a sense. <coughs> like relative to Call of Duty.
1: I take it back. My favorite part about this raid is when you guys made me get out of bed to play it. That was <laughs> sick.
0: Right. You were not gonna get it, and we we're like, no, you're gonna you're gonna come up and play, and for some reason you did. And it was great. Yeah, it was great. I needed you. I we needed
1: the third. Yeah. I was the third. Dan, what else?
4: Indeed. I have also, and I know I just I just reneged on everything that I said I was going to do last yeah. week.
1: And I, loves not to play games. Uh, finish, no, finish, finish
4: that's games. not true. I was I was literally doing stuff every day until th- even through the weekend, and I was like, shit, it's Sunday night, and I haven't played any more God of War. Wait! Yeah, <laughs> I pretty much said that. I was like, wait, I haven't played any God of War. So at that point, I was like, all right, I have a decision. I could play a few more hours of God of War, or I could try to get more breadth of games. So I had planned to do more than just this next one, but this next one kind of pulled me in a little longer than I expected, but high on life. I checked out, downloaded a lot of people have been actually praising it despite the mixed reaction on, um, (laughs) reviews. Uh, I guess it's at 70. So that, or whatever it was 70, I think, which isn't bad. Uh, it's pretty good. Um, so yeah, jumping in, I had zero expectations. Uh, I've enjoyed the trailers that I've seen. The comedy seems like very up my alley. So I jumped in and played. And so far I'm about three, three hours in, I think, and I am very much enjoying it. And the, the, I really like the comedy as I I was expecting to, uh, from the trailers. And, um, I think it's, Pretty well written, uh, despite maybe the story being just like a little bit, you know, like what the hell's going on here. Uh, it's just fun. Uh, I've, I've found a lot of uh, fun stuff in the gameplay mechanics that they put in while being basic. Like it's just fun to shoot these stupid aliens. I don't know. Um, but yeah, thus far I've enjoyed uh, everything that I've played in the two and a half hours, three hours. Yeah. The weapons talking are just fantastic. I love that. I. I eat that up, so really cool.
5: Bro,
3: what
1: are you being getting into?
5: Uh, River City Girls,
2: more River City Girls 2. I've been playing that, uh, for those who don't know, it is a side-scrolling beat-em-up, sort of like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Shredder's of Revenge that came out earlier this year, and this is the sequel to the first one. But it is part of a long-running series called River City Ransom that has been around for years and years and years. But this this is one that is um, that stars the girls, the girlfriends of the main characters of the old ones, and uh, it's awesome. It's just it's just pure fun. Like everything about it is fun. The gameplay is fun. The music is fun. The story is dumb in the most fun way. <laughs> it's just, and it's presented in like a like a comic booky style. Like the car, the cutscenes, it's like uh, pages of a manga, and it's all voice acted. And it's it's really fun. Like I'm having a blast <coughs> with it. Um, leveling up the character. There's like I think six playable characters in this one, and I'm playing as uh, Misako, which is the black haired uh, uh, girl. And, yeah, just leveling her up and just getting more combos and different abilities is just, it's lots of fun. I, I really don't have much to say about it besides it's fun because it's not, like, it's, it's not a super in-depth game for me to go on and on about it critically. It's just a fun thing to put on and grind out. There's a bunch of secrets that I've uh, been able to find. There was, like, a door that I found earlier on in the game, and there's, like, making Signalis like-esque sounds coming from it. It's like, this is weird. Like, what's going on? And it said, don't forget to come back to The Secret once you've progressed the game further. And it's like, there's a bunch of stuff like that where you play the game, you find some Easter eggs, don't forget to come back to this and uncover it later. And that's that's been uh, grabbing my attention as well. But uh, yeah, it it's definitely itched its way onto my favorite games this year, even though it came out near the end. Yo. But uh, yeah, I'm having a blast with it. And it's it's awesome. Definitely my type of humor too. Like the writing is is what I like uh, when they do comedy in, in video games. It's very, very meta and sometimes that doesn't work. Sometimes that's pretty cringe, but it's working here for sure.
1: Sometimes I feel like I'm Rose's father. <laughs> like I'm gonna like I'm gonna, like I'm gonna like just like hey 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 bud, how you doing? I'm gonna see him like on his bed. He's wearing cozy socks got a little hot chocolate and he's playing river city girls 2 in bed like having a good time it's like yeah hell yeah,
3: hell
4: yeah.
1: My, my kids having fun
4: i'm glad he's yeah, having fun you know having lots of fun i have one question is this game <laughs> yeah. co-op or is this only it is oh it's
2: wow. it's four player co-op like uh like shredder's revenge and yeah you can play as uh, any of the characters is this a Maybe. game pass game? It's not. It's not. Uh, play uh, yeah, if it was, heartbeat. I would have definitely told you guys to do That, that would, would have been, been great. In a yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: I could have said cousin. Any, anything. I could have said yeah. brother. <laughs> I could have said, uh, I'm Rose, dad. Let <laughs> me take care of you, son. I mess with it. Uh, I like it. I like it. Take care of me. All I played <laughs> was the raid. Uh, the DMZ raid. Take care of me. That's all I've played. <laughs> I've been chilling otherwise. Um, Gage? <laughs>
0: oh my god this is a this is an episode um okay i have been still chipping away at god of war ragnarok um this game doesn't end ever and um i'm enjoying it i'm enjoying it and i i am enjoying it (laughs) regardless of how it sounds i promise i i do like the game i think it's good um Modern Warfare 2, I've been hooked on DMZ, waiting for that Tarkov wipe, which is coming up any day now. Very exciting. Um, So, spoiler alert for my next few. What you got for me is going to be Tarkov, Tarkov, and more Tarkov. But for now, it's Modern Warfare DMZ, playing DMZ with Glenn and Dan and doing the raid with Christian. Good time. I'm enjoying it for what it is. And then I caved and I gave High on Life a try. And you know what? I'm having fun with it. It's, uh, I think the games kind of brought up an interesting conversation about, uh, what makes a good game, especially if it's a comedy game designed to make you laugh. Because I totally see how, if you don't vibe with the comedy of this game, there's nothing here for you at yeah. all, right? So it's an interesting, it's an interesting discussion to have because I just find it interesting because you could say the same about movies, but when I think of really good comedy movies, they're also just right, good movies in general. So how does that translate to games? I don't know. Either way, I'm enjoying it. It's, not every joke lands for me, but I think um the when it does, it kind of makes up for all the times it doesn't. So I'm overall having a good time with it. I love when you first go to the slums and how you have to get into the slums. <laughs> that debacle there I had yeah. my girlfriend sitting on the couch with me and we were playing it and she was dying laughing. It was it's a good time. It's a really good
4: time. Highly recommend
0: you guys check it out. It's free on Game Pass. Dude,
4: there's it's, so it's much there's so much quantity there, Gage, that like it's like most of it has to like or at least some of it has to hit for people right like it's for it's sure funny. and
0: that's kind of this person's style like i'm yeah. not i've not watched a whole lot of rick and morty i think i've maybe seen one episode like shown of friends i was here and there and like i can kind of see that sort of through line it's definitely it's almost it's almost grading the like the, the type of comedy that it is where it's just like wearing you down but <laughs> it's good it, it, i find it funny and like some of the more the reason why I really like comedy games is like I like when you can play a game that sort of makes these jokes that only you would get as somebody who plays video games, right? Like there's a lot of things to poke fun at, and like we've all seen a couple snippets here and there going around on Twitter, but there's more than that in the actual game that's a bit more nuanced and fun, and it's kind of fun to play a game that just makes fun of games and like some of the niches and uh, sorry cliches and nuances and stuff like that. So I'm having fun with it. Definitely, I would not I would not spend full $40 on this I don't think I don't think it's quite worth that but if you have Game Pass I would say give it a shot
1: I have Game Pass and I found out JB Smooth is in it so I'm thinking maybe I'll, there, yeah. I
0: think maybe I'll a, get high yes that's well first of all that's what we did so definitely do that but I think there's a lot of celebrity cameos whether or not they're disclosed or not like just from going through uh, mm. we were just sort of sitting on the couch going is that this person like that definitely sounds like this person so Interesting. um, yeah
1: there you have it. High on life. Let's get into our topic of the show. Game of the year 2022. Yes. Mm. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought Ro was raising his hand. Oh, no. <laughs> I was just like, really excited. <laughs> We've got some rules here. I've asked oh, no. each crew member to submit a list of five games they brought with them. Uh, and we're going to reveal them in descending order in a round table format, which means we'll each give our fifth pick, then our fourth, et cetera, et cetera. Right. Uh, the game must have released in 2022. Uh, the caveat being that Remix and, DC, and DLC will be at the discretion of the crew members. Meaning if they have it in their list, we can decide if that... Uh, I mean, I, I don't have any nays against it. If if, that, if it's on their list, why not? Whatever. You know? I will not knock it. Uh, each list is going to be weighted, meaning the higher the game is on your list, the more points their game will earn a uh, first place yeah someone's number one will get five points mm-hmm. then four points etc cetera, etc cetera. uh and i will keep count of all the points and then tally it at the end to find out what our top five games of 2022 are and what is pxn's game of the year i think we'll do the same order uh that we usually do things which is uh what is it dan Rowe, me gauge daniel
3: right.
1: your yep. number five pick
4: yes I've went back and forth here on this but I think my number 5 pick is going to be TMNT Shredder's Revenge. Nice. Uh obviously a really fun beat 'em up uh successor to the originals and uh I've talked about before how how meaningful the original was to me, the 1989 arcade game. And it's really a fun experience and getting to play that with you guys, despite my frustrations with a certain character, which will not be named. uh, We we had a lot. (laughs) We had a lot of fun with that. And uh, yeah, that game is perfectly illustrative of how to make a, a successor to a really old game. So really cool.
1: Yes, which ad- another game didn't nail this year. Yeah. <laughs> but this one did. Yeah, it was a lot of fun playing with you guys this year, wasn't it? Yes, absolutely. Respectable. I like this pick. That's a fun one. Indeed. Ro, you're up next. Yes.
2: I, I have some honorable mentions, too, and I thought I would give... No, no, no. no, no hold on, hold on, oh.
1: Save that. Right before we okay. give our number one, we're going to give our honorable mentions. Okay. Gotcha, gotcha. Cool, cool, cool.
2: All right, so... With that said, my first—we were just shitting on this game just now. My <laughs> f- number fifth game is Pokémon Violet. That's funny. I know. <laughs> i, I really—I I love this game, man. Like Pokémon Violet is simultaneously the best and the worst Pokémon has ever been. On one hand, Pokémon uh, hasn't run so terribly before; hasn't looked as bad as it has. Um, but the fact that it made my list, I think, is testament to how fun the pokemon gameplay loop is this time they cut out everything is refined they cut out like all the unnecessary bullshit you don't have to go to a pc to get your pokemon anymore they're just there if you want them the battles are just more streamlined um they cut a lot of a, a lot out of the tutorial parts so you're just back in the game really quickly i know a lot of people don't play pokemon for the story unless like you're a younger player uh, or maybe i'm maybe i'm wrong i don't have a lot of friends that play Pokemon still, so I could be wrong. But uh, I played Pokemon for the story, and I really enjoyed the story uh, this time around. And the three paths that they had with the open world thing, they really worked, and they all like led very well into the climax of the story. And I think that's testament to how well they wrote the core cast of characters that you spend the most time with in the game, Penny, Arvin, um, Nimona, and director Clavel. And they were all fantastic. At the end of all of their stories, I cheered up a little bit, and that's, that could be just me. I know that my threshold of crying is very low <laughs> compared to others, especially when it comes to children's media for some reason. But uh, yeah, I had a great time with Pokemon Violet, and it is exciting to see uh, hopefully them taking a, a a big first step into this open world version of Pokemon. Um, it wasn't a great first step, but I'm definitely excited for the the future of Pokemon after playing this for sure.
1: Rip Ash, by the way.
2: Rip I said Rip,
1: yeah. but yeah. He will no longer be the main character. My goodness.
2: He's um, getting an 11-episode send-off, though. I'm going to... Again, I'm oh, going to wow. cry. I'm going to cry.
1: Will you watch? Are <laughs> you going to watch?
2: Absolutely, yeah. Yeah.
1: Heck yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Great first picks in both of you. Uh, mine, and then we'll do Gages. Uh, I guess, also, spoilers. I, I posted a video on my, my top 10 games of the year. You caught that on Twitter. You spoiled yourself. Hopefully, I saw Dan like. Hopefully, he didn't watch the video.
4: I did actually. <laughs> oh, why? Why would you? Why I mean, would you? I mean, I already <laughs> knew you're number one, so I was just like, I'm just curious.
1: still, still. <laughs> uh, my number five pick is uh, Sifu, uh, which I, when I first played it, I didn't think uh, like I'm like yeah, this might be top ten. I didn't think it'd be top five until I actually sat down to like finalize the list, being like, no, this is like one of the best feeling games that I played this year um and the thing about sifu is that it's it's great action it's fantastic gameplay it's not perfect but it is but it's still really really good and uh, when i think about like the games that i like um especially with with like dark souls games games that like require like you know that, that are difficult games but a lot of um, kind of like dark souls like games really fail is that it's not difficulty that's the heart of the gameplay uh, difficulty is part of it, but it's not the crux. The thesis usually is, like, how to overcome that difficulty. Um, it's like, how, how, how am I, as a player, failing this encounter? What uh, can I be doing better? How, like, what did I fail to understand in these mechanics that will then prepare me for my next attempt? And Sifu nailed that. I went from, like, being, man, I don't know if I'm going to be able to beat this game to... Wow, it's been a couple days later and I've platinumed it. And this is one of the most satisfying things I've done this year. Uh, Sifu is like great replayability. The uh, art design is freaking phenomenal, especially in, in level three, the museum level, standout. Uh, and I just think it's, it's, it's fucking fantastic. I think it's, it's worth everyone's time. If you can pick it up for like a sale price or free, even better. Uh, but even full retail is, is, is like not that expensive. It's like 20 bucks. So, well worth the price, in, in my opinion, for what you get out of it. Gage, I still
5: need to play it it's good all right i'm gonna preface off my list by saying i did not play that many games this year
0: <laughs> so my list is gonna be skewed in that all of these games are getting the fact like yeah it's just it's been a slow year for gauge all right we're gonna preface
5: <laughs> that um but starting off at number five I'm going to go with the one and only Shredder's Revenge. I also enjoyed this quite a bit.
0: It was it was a very fun throwback. It felt great playing.
4: Um, it felt great uh, playing as what, Gage?
0: Oh, playing as the character that I should have been, my natural leading <laughs> position, which is Leonardo. Yeah.
4: Um, and I would just you like to say group.
0: we died. I am. And we died a lot less when I was playing Leonardo. I'll just say that. So... <laughs> Aside from that little hiccup <laughs> there, um, the game—no, oh, it felt great, and it was a good time. And like, it feels like that good old old-fashioned gaming that we complain is like slipping through our fingers. So the fact that this game is even coming out in this year and it feels as good as it does, I think, is a testament to the passion that the devs probably had when they were making this. So, I love the, i love the feel of this game. I love the look. I love the sounds, and I had a great time playing it. So,
5: that's my number five. Absolutely.
1: Back to you, Daniel, with your number four pick.
4: Number four pick. This is gonna be this is gonna be a, a slightly controversial one. I don't oh, know. It may oh not boy. be. It, it may not be. I'm sorry. It, <laughs> I'm sure people out there will support me with this, but this panel will probably not. Marvel Snap is my number four game. This I'll game. allow it. Why not?
3: Well,
4: that's fair. All right. Uh <laughs> This game is actually... It's really good, and I've literally spent every, like... Every time, like, I'm in between something or, like, waiting on something or, like, you know, if I'm waiting for my food to cook or something that I have a few... uh, a minute or two I pick up a game of Marvel snap and I just love it like it brings me back to my college days of playing Hearthstone all the time and of course these are the same developers that made Hearthstone so very good stuff I, I really am enjoying this and uh obviously I'm a big Marvel fan of course that you guys always yell at me for enjoying too much but um I, I do very much enjoy this game it's it's very fun very fun
1: I'm like uh, Joseph Forrest, but instead of saying fuck the Oscars, it's fuck the MCU. (laughs) Uh, Great pick, pick, Daniel. Thank you. Marvel Snap. Ro, your number four pick. Yes. um,
2: Unlike Pokemon, uh, where Pokemon, or Game Preview, I should say, took a big step forward and a a couple of little tiny steps back. Cal Laboratory just took one big step forward. Oh. And no steps back. This game only took a step forward, baby Kirby and the Forgotten Land bringing freaking <laughs> Kirby, bringing the Kirby franchise into 3D and it just working. finally. finally, Kirby's in 3D and it worked for me. I saw Christian do the thumbs down and I respect Christian, so I understand. But Kirby was fantastic. The gameplay was amazing. The music was amazing. The post game final boss. Yes, that I did like. Oh my God. So good. Yeah, so good. And there was actually challenge where there hasn't been in Kirby for a really long time, if not, if ever, maybe. But there was some like some good challenge compared to the easier Kirby games uh, of the past. And uh, I just remember having a. It's been a while since I've since I played it, but I remember having a fantastic time with it, and it leaving a, a pretty big impact on me being a Kirby fan and just, again, being excited for what the future has in store for that franchise. And I think there's a theme here as I'm looking at my list here with Mm -hmm. games. Uh, Franchise franchises that I love taking a, a a much needed step forward, as I'm looking at my list here. Um, but yeah, Kirby is my number four.
1: Spoilers for Kirby because I don't think Gage or Dan will ever play this. So if you're <laughs> listening and you have not <laughs> been Kirby me for me. do not spoil. <laughs> me. You don't care. I will play. Dude, it. I care. That final boss fight, like for those unfamiliar, you're like spoil spoilers warning. You're basically killing God. <laughs> you know oh, what i mean wow. it is so it is so anime and i loved it for that it was fantastic it's
2: fucking metal
1: it's <laughs> yeah, awesome i it's, mean it's great
2: and again with the te- steps forward thing like fighting god is a very kirby thing but how how they did it <laughs> what? in in here is like it's just next level and it,
1: that is yeah, yeah you yeah yeah kirby games man games. Uh, you know even though i disagree with you roe on overall, in Kirby, I respect the respect the choice. You know what I mean? Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely, absolutely. My number four pick, a game I thought I think I would love a bit more, and I'm a little bit disappointed by. I have criticisms about this game, uh, but that's not what I'm going to highlight today. Instead, I'm going to give the praise to God of War Ragnarok for being narratively, I think, as enriching as what I got out of 2018, if not more so. Um, the number one thing I want to bring up with God of War Ragnarok, despite all the things I uh, that I Kind of have issues with is that I think the way it treats its characters, both main and supporting, um, are a cut up is a cut above the rest um, for a lot of narrative storytelling games. Uh, it's it's one of the things you know narrative games. Sony's bread and butter. Uh, Santa Monica Studio understands uh, character depth uh, so well, and some of these side quests are are as good, if not better, as the main quest of this game. It is. It is very satisfying to see these narrative arcs from start to finish in, in, in Ragnarok. And it, and it does feel like closure uh, in a lot of ways. So I think Sony Santa Monica should be proud for the game that they, they put out because it, it's, it's for sure gonna, one of the best of the years. And it's going to be a lot of people's like favorite ever. Won't be mine, uh, but I'll understand why, why it's theirs. So God of War Ragnarok, my number four pick.
5: Back to Cage pick is going to be need for speed unbound
1: whoa
5: just came out i like it um
0: i'm having a lot of fun with this game it feels like a return to form for just that super arcadey feel that that need for speed is known for (coughs) um i'm having a lot of fun with it there are some issues with it um but uh, by the time at the end of its life cycle need for speed heat was a really really great game especially from the state that it launched so i'm hoping i'm kind of putting this here with the hopes of that it kind of will improve but even the foundation here is extremely solid i'm having a lot of fun with it uh again in terms of AAA a racing uh customization is unrivaled it's way more intuitive and way more expansive than uh forza horizon so if you are somebody who like loves that niche of just being able to customize the shit out of your vehicles. Like I am, then I highly recommend checking this one out because it feels really good to play. And I actually was going into this, like not really digging the whole anime stuff and like, Oh, I hope I can turn it off, but it actually adds so much to the game that I, I fell in love with it and using, using that as an extra sort of uh tool to customize your, yourself and like add, just that final color combination to your car—it's really cool. When you're when you boost off of a ramp and you're flying through the air, and these giant anime wings come out and they're whatever color you chose that kind of matches the car—it it has its own look and feel, and I totally dig it. I didn't think I would, but I'm having a good time with it. Um, Need for Speed Unbound is my number four pick. Can't wait.
5: <laughs> well, what? don't like any of that. <laughs>
3: mm.
1: Did I mention I'm going to Japan next year? Can't wait. Uh, Daniel we back to you for our third picks here game of the year 2022
4: uh man i'm looking at my top three here and uh two of them might be controversial for people but here we go my number three pick is modern warfare two which we just talked about having a a much lower meta or open critic than what you know we were thinking but uh I very much enjoyed this campaign. I know you guys had different thoughts about the campaign, but I very much enjoyed it and thought that it was solid. Um, And uh, playing the multiplayer, I was like, man, this is why I stopped playing Call of Duty. I don't like this multiplayer. But then going into Warzone, I played a couple matches of Warzone. I was (laughs) like, this is great. I really enjoyed this. And then playing DMZ, and very much even more enjoying it like i really like that experience of dropping in and extracting and like uh when i first dropped in i was very pessimistic about it i think i played with gauge maybe for the first time and i was like man i don't know I, I, we're not seeing like a lot of players or anything but as time went on like you definitely see more players and it gets a lot more intense because you're like man is that guy a player is that a AI?" like yeah, and so DMZ is really cool and uh the raid that just came out is awesome. So, yeah, I very much and still enjoying this game. Um so, yeah, that's my number 3. I
1: remember seeing videos of DMZ and being like, "Huh, I don't think this is going to hit." And I remember being like kind of disappointed. Um it's obviously not as in-depth as Tarkov, but it's very arcade, which I think Call of Duty it has always been, a, you know. Despite how realistic they try to be, it's still an arcade shooter. Yeah. And for DMZ to be an arcade kind of Tarkov, I think is the sweet spot for for like introducing something new and refreshing into the Call of Duty franchise. And yeah, I'm with you. Where DMZ has been like the surprise for me. Like I am enjoying this more than Warzone and maybe more than multiplayer. Uh, it's been fun. And with proximity chat too, get out of here. It's so fun. Uh Ro, back yeah. to you for your third pick.
5: Heck yeah. Um, I also wanted
2: to preface my top three with, well, not preface it, but say kind of in similar to what Gage was saying with this year being kind of so for him for for games. I don't think my top three w- would change regardless, but I do want to say that I did not play a lot of the heavy hitters year, like God of War Ragnarok and uh, like Sifu and Elden Ring and stuff like that. I still need to get around to those games. My four and five may change, may have changed if I had played those games. My top three I I don't think any of those games would have been able to. Sonic Frontiers
1: incoming. Sonic Frontiers incoming. Absolutely, (laughs) you're
2: absolutely correct. Sonic Frontiers is my number three. (laughs) You know, play God of War Ragnarok. God of War Ragnarok may have been four, may have been five, but the next three games are no no way they could have been uh, toppled this year. I don't think. But Sonic Frontiers, uh, again, keeping with this trend of games that I love for like my entire life, finally taking steps. Uh, that they should have taken years ago um, is is happening again. Sonic is probably out of the ranking here. Pokemon Arceus is a, and Pokemon Violet is number five for sure. In, in taking steps, I think Sonic Frontiers would be right behind that, and then Kirby because uh, they did some really cool stuff, but there was definitely some things that are very questionable. <laughs> but as a Sonic fan, I I love the gameplay and like the cyber cyberspace levels they were. There were lots of fun. I had a blast, and the story of Sonic Frontiers was, I, I think, the best in the franchise uh, so far, and that's thanks probably to Ian Ian Flynn, who writes uh, the comics that are really well-regarded for their story as well. Um, but, yeah, I, I had a fantastic time. I, I was expecting to like it, but I, I was honestly blown away with by the soundtrack and just how much fun the the open zone uh, gameplay of that was and the little challenges that were thrown towards, uh, towards towards a player and stuff. So I had a blast with Sonic Frontiers and I'm so excited, again, <laughs> for the future of Sonic <laughs> uh, because of this.
1: I think if it weren't open world, I, I would have gotten my hands on this, if I'm being yeah. honest.
5: Yeah, I, th- I think you would like the, the the
2: cyberspace levels for sure. It's It's definitely... Some, there's some really good, good ones in there. But uh, unfortunately, to get to those, you have to, you have to play the open zone parts. Yeah, but okay. once you beat the game, they're all right there for you. You can play them anytime you want. That's
1: true. Yeah. As long as the game feels good, you know? I think what you said, it, it mostly feels pretty good to be Sonic yeah. again. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. And there's DLC coming for you. Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah.
2: Living my best life right now.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> my third pick... Uh, my three through one are all really close um like it is scary how close like any year like anytime you would ask me, like what is like what are your what is your game of the year i could make an argument for all three of these just uh mm-hmm. throwing that out there but my number three pick is is signalis uh by rose engine uh a game that i will be think the, a game that i'll be thinking about for uh the next year probably um especially because I'm, I'm i'm working with it in some capacity but the th- the thing about this game is that it's so surprising and so deeper than I could have imagined. it, it, it i mentioned this on the on the Ultimate Conquest podcast. Like it pulls you in with the allure of being like, "Hey, this is a sci-fi horror game that is paying homage to, uh, you know, your classic PS one uh, horror games, your survival horror games, like your your Resident Evils, your your Silent Hills," <clears throat> and it pulls you in with that, and and it still is that. Uh, and then you realize like it is way deeper, th- and it like needs serious untangling. And if you want to find any notion of answers, you're gonna have to go back and really think critically about the things that it's taking inspiration from and how that uh, uh, affects our reading of, you know, this character or, or this moment of 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 the game. Uh, and it's something that like, is what i really crave for in games ones that like end up being like my favorites of all time my masterpieces and Signalis is no different it's one that i'm I'm, oh hell yeah look at that cat sorry i got (laughs) distracted uh i think if you're looking for a game that is textually rich in things like uh you know in of horror uh, of of insanity of the mind of capitalism of politics of surveillance of colonialism of existentialism of drama of grief uh, of of all these things. Uh, signals is one that you definitely have to check out.
3: Okay. Yes.
5: Gauge. Hell yeah. Um, okay. So I'm gonna Dan, you thought yours was
0: controversial. Right? My number three is Call of Duty Modern Warfare Two. Wow, let's go. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean this is definitely this is this is definitely where um <laughs> The lack of playing games is coming into effect because i feel like if i had i'm gonna get around to it eventually i feel like if i had played for, uh, horizon forbidden west it maybe it would have taken this place but i don't know uh we're gonna go with call of duty moment for two because at the end of the day um there are certain things that i have to begrudgingly give call of duty kudos for i don't think there's any other studio right now that has that does better first person uh first person character view animations so like when you're reloading your weapons when you are swip switching weapons and they've got the new pistol fast draw attachment which is super cool where your guy kind of like just holds his rifle down to the side and pulls out his gun with his one hand very very cool stuff and they are second to none like there are certain things you have to give call of duty the crown for and it's like no game comes close. like i i could say to you that if i could only pick one franchise i'd pick battlefield over call of duty in a heartbeat no problem but like it's they're night and day when it comes to some of the, some of the uh animations and stuff like that. So there are certain things like that that are fantastic. I enjoyed I really enjoyed the second half of the campaign quite a bit. Like it, there are certain things that really hit. And DMZ mode, while it's nothing like Tarkov and I didn't really expect it to be, it is in it is the same genre. It is an extraction shooter. I don't think that it I think that it's earned that title. I think that it is a fun spin on that sort of style of gameplay it's very low risk but still has some risk so you can kind of get into that mentality of of uh do i bring this key in do i not that kind of thing and i've it could it could totally be coincidence but every time dan and i squad up to play this game we have these bombastic like runs where it ends with us with dan driving the car and i'm in the back gunning down a helicopter full of players that are chasing us like it just feels like every raid and obviously it's not every raid but it feels like that like it really feels that like every session you and i sit down something crazy and fun happens and i dmz is is so much of the waiting factor for putting this on the list because i'm enjoying it way more than i thought i would enjoy it definitely no tarkov replacement but man is it fun
1: I love how you can tell how much Tarkov you're playing, or, like, you're, like, you're coming from Tarkov that you call, like, entering a game of DMZ a raid. Like, I, right. know, what that, like, I, I yeah. know what that means. Oh, I didn't yeah. even realize. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, No, I didn't, yeah. Yeah. A match, I should say. Yeah, you're right. You're totally right. Because raids is a different thing in what, in what world. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Because um, I, I don't think DMZ is a persistent world, eh? I think it's, 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 like, very much same time. It's a, it's a match.
0: Yes, absolutely. Yeah, it's yeah. definitely, um... It's, it's, it's very much it, it, like again. I think it is fair to call it an extraction game mode, but it is very much a modified war zone sort of template. They took sure. the war zone template and just kind of modified it. But, um, yeah, if, if they do some things, I think that DMC could really take off. Like, I think they need that persistent inventory of most items. Like, I think you need to be able to have to go into a raid and extract, <laughs> with, you know, three uh, high tier vests and keep them in your stash to save yes. for a rainy day. It needs that sort of consistency and persistency and maybe that maybe that comes with a huge rebalancing of how loot works because like loot is it's very generous in this game because it is so Mm arcadey but if they could just tweak that a little bit and keep the accessibility but kind of add some more of that risk reward gameplay i think they have something really special in their
5: hands and something that could stay for the long haul in the extraction genre
1: i agree dan we're back to you for our number two picks
4: soap Oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> <Christ>! <laughs> all right. My number two is going to be another one. That's this will be the last one. That I swear that's going to be maybe controversial. It may not be controversial, though. Uh,
1: <laughs> yes, it will.
4: It will be. Do you know what it is?
1: Uh, the Last of Us Part One
4: how did you know you knew the last of us part one is my number two game and the thing is i think i told you guys this as i was playing it and it's not it's not because this remake is like one of the best remakes of all time or anything like that but like this is one of my favorite games of all time remade and it's done so nine years after i played the original one and i didn't play literally any other playthroughs so it's literally like i was playing the game fresh because i told you guys like as i was playing i didn't remember most of the things that happened because my memory is terrible as it is but like many of like the individual moments obviously i knew the greater scale of the story but like individual pieces that happened within the game I I had completely forgotten so I really loved just going back and like experiencing all those things again including like Bill's Town like you guys always kept talking about Bill's Town and I'm like shit I don't remember that like at all Uh, but yeah like just stuff like that I I really enjoyed playing through it again and it was like a brand new experience for me Um, but I couldn't put it at number one because I'm like this is a new this is not a new game this is just a remake so I can't I can't do that but yeah there it
5: is. will we allow it kidding of course we will <laughs> there we have it last is part one Daniel's number
1: two pick you called it Ro what is yes. yours my
5: number two
2: pick is Citizen
0: Sleeper oh yes
3: it's I'm so fixing it to
2: bust <laughs> <laughs> uh, Citizen Sleeper is a what would I call it, Christian? I guess a visual novel tabletop <laughs> a time management simulator. I, I don't oh even know. God. It's, it's it is a combination of so many things that I well I like visual novels, but everything else I it's would a hate, way this of life, man. I would hate this game usually. But I, I I think I picked it up on Christian's recommendation after he he played it. And I was like, you know what? I'll give it a shot. And I tried it on Game Pass and as as usual, Christian was right. It was a fantastic game. The story is Incredible and the story has to be incredible because all you're doing is reading and and I don't oh. like doing that most of the time But <laughs> I was in enthralled with these characters and this world and learning about All the ships inhabitants. Uh, I, I don't remember the name of the ship uh, It's been it's been a minute, but there were two characters named lemon. Yeah, I Yes, the eye that's correct. Yeah, there were there's so many characters that, that I fell in love with over the the course of me being on the eye And, uh, but Lemon Mina were, I think, my favorites. Uh, this daughter, uh, a father and their daughter trying to get off the the eye in hopes of a, I guess, a better life for this, their family. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was really, it was a, it was a great journey to, to go on with, 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 with them. And I don't want to spoil it for anybody who hasn't played it because I do think everybody on here should play it. But I, I, I do understand like the, the barrier. A, it's not a high bear, It's just what you want to do with your time, uh, and I yeah. understand that. Um, but I had a great time, uh, like managing the days with the the the, the dice. Uh, I, I don't explain the whole gameplay thing here, but I, I think it's a really fun gameplay loop, and it it had me making fun decisions on where I should go and who I should talk to. Um, and yeah, I it, it's the story that that that's why it's so high on on this list, and the and the writing. And I, Christian, I'm sure I don't know if it's on your list, but if it is, I'm sure you can go into a little bit more detail than I am. But I, I had a great time with this game.
5: Well,
1: let's How... talk about it because Citizen Sleeper is also my number number two pick. Uh, Gage, yes. you have a question.
3: I
0: do. So it can you can fall on your row. Uh, is it a long game or is it? Um...
5: Ooh. I guess right. it does... if, I, somebody's, I if
0: somebody's playing this just for the story, because like you said, barrier to entry. It's a visual novel. Totally not normally my type of game,
1: but long what's up what do you consider wrong is, is oh, sorry long is relative and like to, you're playing, and what you're doing to what you're doing though like and,
0: and well and if if i'm stepping out of my comfort zone into a genre that i don't normally play obviously long is gonna feel shorter, it will feel
1: long too yeah because yeah, the, the, the book of the game is reading and if that isn't what you want out of gaming sessions it it'll feel long but you can break it apart and the thing about this is like the writing and the music is so good. They, it doesn't really feel like you're reading at all, to be honest. Mm. You're kind of just lost in it. That's why uh, I'm interested it, in it, yeah. Yeah. So I can talk a little bit about the gameplay, too. Um, the gameplay is super unique. Uh, it, it's cool because it's simple, but it's also a little complicated. So you play as a sleeper, which means like you are a human being uh, who was uh, whose consciousness was put into the body of a robot. But sleepers only have so long to live. Without certain things, their body starts to decay. And so <clears throat> you're playing this game uh, in cycles. So every cycle is a day. And every day, you have these dice rolls that are RNG. Um, and you use these dice rolls to do tasks. You can choose to either go do a, you know, uh, enhance your relationship with someone by doing a task for them. You can choose to work to make money to then buy medicine. You can go buy food. All these things, co- you know, cost money and your dice rolls. Um, and <laughs> the thing is, like each cycle, you are slowly dying and you are working to stay alive and working to escape the eye and in, in various ways and and there in a multitude of ways because this game has like multiple endings that you can encounter. Um, but the, thi- the thing is about this game is that it's so well-written. The relationships are, are so good that it is better than any RPG I've played in this game. And, like, there is very much one relationship that is so special. I think it's the same one Ro and I uh, probably did our endings with. That, like, by the time I got to that ending, um, like, I don't normally cry in a lot of games, but I, th- this game made me cry. It's almost the same that I, I did when I finished Before Your Eyes. And, like, that game was really special citizen sleeper is also a game that's like a dark horse for best ost this year like that music fucks hard it is so cool and it's one of the reasons why i don't mind reading so long because like i am vibing when i'm playing this uh like i am up and i'm in it so um i think it's very much a game it's it's still i think on game pass you'll know within the first i don't know hour if it's if it's for you or not and if it's not for you that's totally okay you know at least you gave it a shot that's what that's why i think game pass works so uh, so much at the time um, and if it and if it is for you, then that's fantastic because you're in for one of like uh, what I would consider a real treat for 2022.
0: I think I, I think I'm gonna download it. That was my next question: Is it on Game Pass? Because I feel like I've seen it on there, and I think yeah. I think it is still floating around on there. Now, here's the question: The relationship in that game that's so special—is it more special than our relationship?
1: <laughs> no, nothing can be. Okay, that's what I want yeah. to hear. Okay. No. <coughs> Gage, your number two pick. Okay.
0: Daniel, get out of my head. No the way. Last of Us Part One nice. is my number two pick, and it always was.
4: Is um, our
0: list the same? I feel like <laughs> it's, our list is, is exactly the same. Almost. I know it's the same,
4: except for one. Well, I know. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah, but I know what your next, our next one. Yeah. Ones, I think are the same. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you can just tell at the points now, I guess. Uh, The Last of Us Part One. I mean, yes, it's obviously an incredible story. We all know that, and it has affected all four of us <clears in a> deeply. <throat> which is something that I think is kind of cool that like of all of our different tastes and whatnot, this one game is affected us all like so intensely. And it does so as well when it's ray traced in 4k in case you were wondering. (laughs) So that's this, that is this. Um, It didn't offer as much as I was hoping for in terms of uh, how much of a remake it is. I think that actually there's still a, a decent conversation to be had there because it's, it's 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 towing the line it's a razor's edge in this and this game is dancing on it between remake and remaster. But whatever it is, it's fucking beautiful. Um, the lighting specifically in this game is incredible. I think maybe the Good. best lighting I've seen in a video game uh, ever, I think. Um, and the particle effects, like literally particle effects when you're sitting in these standing in these abandoned buildings and especially in some of the missions that take place at like dusk or dawn, which is like a, a really big theme in this game autumn levels all of it it's it's incredible um the audio is fantastic and just replaying this game is yeah absolutely this game is incredibly atmospheric and replaying it at this fidelity is is just incredible it it was an experience and that's why this is on the list is not maybe has nothing to do with the game maybe the fact that it's just like getting this experience in this year in this way, this is a new experience. You can make an argument for remakes, whether they're a new game or whatnot, but this is a new experience for sure. And it hit, it hit me to my core, and uh, yeah. it's fantastic. I can talk about this game all day long.
1: Great, isn't it neat how uh, heartbreaking games like this can still be kind of comforting to play through?
0: Yes, it's a weird yeah. sort of like emotional chokehold you put yourself in where you feel safe <laughs> and warm, but like you're also strangling yourself and you're crying.
1: Let's recap here. Um, I won't give point values away, but we'll okay. recap to see what our current standings are, and then we'll go into some honorable mentions, and then we'll give our number one picks. Uh, right now, tied for first, are Citizen Sleeper and The Last of Us Part 1. Uh, insane. <clears throat> uh, first and second, we'll call it. Uh, third place, Modern Warfare 2. Fourth place, my number one pick, which uh, I won't mention yet, but I'm sure you can guess what it is. Uh, and then in fifth place is Signalis. Love to see it. Okay. Ro, I know you had some auto mentions. You were really giddy, giddy about sharing. You want to give yours first?
2: Sure, yeah. Um, River City Girls, I I, I talked about in uh, What You Got From Me. So that has made it on there. I won't say too much about it either. Uh, or here, I mean. Rollerdrome, I had a great time with. I thought game, the gameplay and that was just fantastic. I had such a great time with that shooting mechanic <laughs> and just like trying to learn the controls. And I wouldn't say I mastered it, but becoming good, good enough to, to beat the game. And uh, I had a, a great time with that. And the art style is is awesome. Um, Pokemon Arceus, I will not say anything more than just the name of the game, but it's on my honorable mentions. <laughs> um, and, <laughs> and the Night Witch, which is a, a new Metroidvania that came out in November. And I'm still chipping away at it, but it is uh, easily I mean, I haven't played a lot of Metroidvania's, but it's it's one of my favorites for sure. Uh, after playing it, And a beautiful art style as well with that one.
0: I've seen some of your videos on it. That game looks awesome, and yeah. I'm mm-hmm. I if I wasn't trying to be financially responsible, yeah. I would be buying <laughs> so many games right now.
1: It's really good. Gonna get pricey in twenty twenty three. Tell you what. Yep. Uh, Dan Gage, do you have any uh, honorable mentions?
4: I do. Dan, I'll let you go first. Okay. I'm sure they'll be the exact same. No. Yeah, well yeah. <laughs> High on life. Yeah, no. No. Wait. Well, uh, to be fair, I I didn't include High On Life on in this at all because I only played two to three hours of it, so I don't feel like I have a good enough, you know, feel on that to put it in. That would also be
0: yeah. insane, I think.
4: Yeah, it probably would be. Uh but honorable one, men- but
0: that would be insane. Let's yeah. be real.
4: Yes. <laughs> honorable mention. Number one, uh, horizon forbidden West. Uh, I think it didn't make it in there because the gameplay is fun. I, I, I like the, I really like the gameplay of horizon forbidden West. The, the thing that holds me back is the onslaught, I guess, of dialogue in that game. It just has held, held me back for this long to even finish that game because, it's just a lot it's it's really it weighs heavy heavily on me every time i try to play that game and i'm just like i just want to i just want to play through it that's all i want to do Is there um, all about mentions, Dad? are all
1: mentions dan what do you do what are we
4: doing i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry dying light 2 fun yeah, yeah, game fuck this game fuck fun. this game <laughs> no 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 i know i know no no that's my only complaint about it let me be fair that's that's I'm what's holding no it game. out of my top five so gotcha, I understand. Uh but Dying Light 2 had a lot of fun with that. Great co-op. Um haven't finished it because of someone, Sheldon. Uh <laughs> but no. It's a great great All out, man. Great time co-op wise. Destiny 2 Witch Queen, which I feel like Bungie doesn't get much acclaim for their expansions, even though they're kind of pretty much full games, <clears throat> essentially. Uh had a lot of fun playing the campaign with Row, And oh, yeah. yeah, that was a lot of fun. Um yeah and that's it
1: okay yes. then i know where your number one is yeah i, I know what your number one <laughs> game is yeah, yeah. <laughs> very cool very cool
0: uh destiny Two, the witch queen more like destiny Two, the bitch queen whoa, hey, hey, hey. whoa. Little, she
3: little has feeling a little bit yeah. back
0: little um okay so here's here's your really something fun for my for my honorable mentions are you ready my honorable mentions all of them are gonna consist of games that i haven't played right okay so i'm gonna nice. give a shout out to evil dead the game because i heard it was actually a pretty fun asymmetrical uh shooter that got entirely overlooked i don't know if that's true or not it's on my wish list though i'll buy it eventually when the servers are dead and then that'll
1: be fun (laughs) nice yeah
0: so want to give a shout out there i'm gonna give a shout out to tunic which i played like 45 minutes of and i was like this seems really fun and never got back to um so you know shout out to tunic um shout out to stray Waiting for you to go on sale at a reasonable price. But cats, cats are adorable, right? This looks like a vibe. This looks like <laughs> fun. be fun. Um, PlayStation Essential
5: because I did get it. Or is it or is it extra? Whatever the what middle is tier
1: is. I don't know. I, uh, yeah.
5: That's extra. Never mind. Is that actually what
0: it's called? It's called PlayStation Plus Extra?
1: <laughs> yeah. Who knows what they're called? They really fell with a bag on that.
0: One. That's insane It's so dumb. Um so stray looks fun. And shout out to Sifu, which I still haven't played. Christian, don't yell at me.
1: I won't. It's fine. Uh, it's coming to PC soon. You, you can pick it up then uh, when it's on sale. That'd be perfect. Is it fun. not already?
0: I thought I saw mods for this. Is it Actually, you're already? right.
1: It, it is already on PC. That's right. Yeah. There was a Batman mod I saw. It was pretty cool.
0: There's also um Daredevil mod hallway thing. It looks really That's cool. That's even
1: cooler. That's even yes. cooler. Yeah. Dude. Ah, uh, Sifu's fun.
0: <laughs> it looks fun. It looks really fun. Yeah. Those honorable yeah. mentions.
1: Very cool. I like it. Uh, my honorable mentions vampire survivors, still as addicting as ever. Uh, oh,
0: fuck. That's a good one. That's add that to my genuine list. Sorry, go ahead.
1: <laughs> yeah, swag. <laughs> uh, uh, neon White. Uh, you know, halfway through playing that game, I, I ignored the story because it's after a while, it's like, I don't need this. It's not giving me anything. But the boy is the gameplay not swaggy as all hell. It's so good. It's so fun. Uh, another game that's like. <laughs> Get in for a few levels. You want to speedrun a few, improve your time. Beat somebody, beat one of your friends on the leaderboard and then move on to the rest of your day. It's great fun. Uh, My last honorable mention is a game that I wish uh, was in my top five, but I just, I already have five games, so it didn't make it, but it was close. This is Faith, the Unholy Trinity by uh, Ardorf Games and New Blood Interactive. This is the scariest game I've probably ever played. Uh, It's at least in that conversation for at least top five scariest games i ever played. Uh, It is, what they do with sound and art style is is so unique. It's like a eight bit chip tune, but it's you know uh, fucking cranked to you know the six 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 number. Uh, <laughs> I do want to mention real quick uh, that like the game, the premise of this game is like a priest who's haunted by the. Um, uh, the failed exorcism uh, of a girl, and a year later he's like having to do like some stuff relating to it it it, it rocks. There's one level um, where the mechanic revolves around uh clicking a camera to use as a light source in in like this huge like apartment building uh, and it's fucking terrifying. It's so good. Uh, faith All right. Cool. We're back to our number ones. Daniel, you're starting us off. Go ahead and tell us what it is. I think we know
4: number one. No, <laughs> uh, yeah. God of war. Ragnarok is my number one, despite only being 10 hours into the game. I still have a long way to go. Uh, but just from what I've played already, I, I already feel like this is going to be my favorite game <laughs> of the year. Um, there's a lot of things that I like where they're changing things that, you know, you sort of expect, but you didn't expect, uh, in terms of playing with, uh, How you're playing the game. Yeah. Uh, Just trying to be vague for people. Um, But I really like a lot of that stuff where they're switching it up more than the original game. Uh, I I think that's really cool. And in my criticisms of uh, Horizon Forbidden West, having dialogue that's just like very, it just goes on and on and on. God of War, in contrast, I feel like has dialogue that is very concise and it's very meaningful. And I really like the dialogue that's happening thus far in the game and feel like it's not dragging on too long. Uh, It it just continues pushing you forward, you know, down the main path. Uh, I really like that. Uh, I love Atreus and I love uh, Christopher Judge as Kratos. Again, uh, fantastic performances. Um, And yeah, the gameplay, the gameplay, I think, is maybe one thing that's holding it back a tiny bit for me because it feels... A little bit repetitive uh more so than the original game but i I, after talking to you guys it seems like that's maybe just because i haven't unlocked uh more of the things as you go along so um i'm expecting that to expand a lot more um as i continue on the game but yeah yes but also
1: i understand that criticism and i honestly almost kind of agree with you but it's it's something that would require more in-depth conversation at a later point once you're later in the game, I think. But gotcha. uh, I think it's coming from a place that I, I think Gage and I would probably agree with.
4: Gotcha. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and the world building, fantastic. The, all of the you know environments look absolutely amazing in this game. So uh, obviously, Sunny Santa Monica knows how to crank out beautiful stuff with their engines. So very good stuff around there. So yeah, that's my game of the year, even though I haven't finished it. I love your asterisk.
1: Yeah. Uh, Roshan, your yes. number one pick.
4: My number
2: one pick is Signalis by Rose Engine.
1: Holy shit, for
3: <laughs> real?
2: <laughs> for real. Wow. Um, Christian talked about it as his number 3, I believe. Yeah. Um, he he talked about it way better than I could, but I'm going to going to try. But uh yeah, Signalis is, is a, obviously a horror game. And I think the fact that I enjoyed it so much, being someone who doesn't like horror games, I think deserves like extra points in in it. But itself, that I just I got so much out of it. And I we talked about this a little bit. I don't think I shared my thoughts uh, so much, but in the chat, like a couple weeks ago, Gage was or no Dan was talking about how frustrated he was about like some puzzles in uh, in God of War, and I also hate puzzles especially in third person action adventure games where it just distracts you from getting to the next thing and padding out just it's just padding out your runtime i think it's annoying and we should just be playing the the fun parts in those games if the game has to be shorter that's okay the puzzles are stupid and annoying they're skippable for a reason because they're stupid and annoying anyways wow. in this game <laughs> what is in this? this game in this game the puzzles are so awesome i had such a good time like figuring them out and i think it's because it's a horror game it's part of the dna of those kind of tense situations trying to figure out something while somebody's chasing you um but i i, I think christian did something similar but I, I have like like two pages of notes oh yeah of just like random stuff i, I drew the main character as well oh, she's wow. so cute um but yeah, I, I I I don't do this for video games ever, unless it's like story stuff. I don't make notes, and I just had such a great time writing down codes and figuring stuff out. And there's obviously the other side of things with the the story. There's Christian's notes there. Oh my god, <laughs> beautiful. And I reckon I think I have that page here with those uh the blocks. Oh, I know that one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yours um,
1: is a lot nicer though.
2: <laughs> I just drew the the symbols there, but yeah the the story is really cool. I think I need to go back or watch a, a video essay on it to to really understand it, but there's there's a lot to to dive into uh <laughs> with uh with the story with the story there and it's depressing. There's three endings I think, and I think me and Christian got the same one, the memory ending and yes. uh, yeah that one was that one was sad, but apparently there's ones that are sadder <laughs> so I was, I was happy with what I got um But yeah, I'm excited to see what Rose Engine does next because I think they they have a pretty uh, good start with Signalis for sure. So I'm excited to see what they can improve upon. But I think Signalis is a a fantastic horror game, a fantastic game, and it's my my number one.
1: Hell yeah. I love that game, dude. Before we get to Gage, I I like any game that's making me Crack open my textbooks from grad school. It's like, yep, this is a, a game for life for me. <laughs> uh, Gage, your final pick.
5: Final pick.
1: Number one. Take okay. it to the bank. Take us home.
5: God of War Ragnarok. Um, um
0: it's um, God of War. Um. It's God of War Ragnarok because it has to be. I'm gonna put a big preference on there <laughs> because I, I have so many problems with this game, and I wanna, <laughs> I wanna discuss it so bad but it is an incredible game it does have incredible performances <laughs> the what are you what are you losing your mind at
1: i just realized i forgot to give my number one as well
0: That's <laughs> what so i was wondering i was wondering yeah, i was yeah, like yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. I, f- I forgot i forgot um, do you want to go cuz i no 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 it's fine It's fine. Okay. all right um, yeah it's the gameplay is is fantastic hacking and slashing as kratos is is amazing um the story the story highs, I think are peak higher than the first one for me. There's certain moments, uh certain cutscenes that are incredible. I have not beat the game yet. I am like thirty hours in. I think I'm pretty much at the end. um and uh there's there was a scene that happened recently that was uh like no spoilers or anything like that, but there's quite like a huge incident that happens towards the end of the game and it's just like it's it's a, it's incredible. The performances in this game are really are really great. Um, I have a lot of issues with it. The, I don't know how this, how the map system passed, how the UI passed, like, there are things where it's like, I'm, I'm not trying to be harsh or mean, but like, there are certain things in this game that are bad, like, not just like, oh, this could be better. Like the menu system in this game is awful, but yes. like, it is still the best game of the year. Like, it's still <laughs> an incredible experience, um, even with all of its flaws, like some of these high octane moments where you have these crazy boss fights fights that are so like just perfectly animated and like it's just awesome it's god of war it feels epic i i don't think i i I don't think i'd ever guess we'd get a game that feels this over the top and grounded at the same time you know what i mean like this kind of feels like a win-win for me where i like my grounded characters my immersive stories but like also getting, getting to see like say this is from the 2018 but like when he's taking a dragon by like fucking what grabbing his teeth and pulling his wisdom teeth out and then smashing his face into the side of a mountain. Like what? I can get both of those things in one game. That's fantastic.
1: There we have it. Um, I forgot to get my number one pick. Uh, so <laughs> I'll, I'll, mention that briefly. Uh, yeah, it's Elden ring. Um, it's not winning any, <laughs> I don't think it's going to win any, any, any talents in our poll, but it's at least, at least I want to mention that from software is legit. One of the most influential and, and, powerhouse developers right now like legit uh, they are you're gonna see a lot of changes coming to <laughs> open world games and in kind of uh, not just the combat but like their design um like thesis i think um you'll start to see that influence come out in the next few years like what they did with their first open world game is again a cut above far above so many open world games that are coming out right now it is, it is insane how how my curiosity in video games was like reawoken i have not felt curious about playing a game in so long and this this is a this is one where i felt like i got lost in uh i haven't felt that way since breath of the wild uh, you know another game changer uh literally so uh i could say a lot about Elden ring but i won't uh it's 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 a flawed game for sure, but it's I think for me it's a flawed masterpiece and it's it's my favorite game of the year. Uh even if it is you know, even if it's not for everyone, I think it was uh it was for me and I deserved it. Okay. Fuck oh, you yeah. all. You did <laughs> it. And it's let just me just
0: say, I am I am excited for the change that this game's gonna bring about because if it wasn't just for the if it wasn't for the souls like difficulty, everything that I've heard about this game in the buzz and in the zeitgeist of the moment. Sounded like, <clears throat> sign me the fuck up. I love this hands-off experience. I love the sort of, like, learning lore from the environment and from ex-
1: exploration. Oh, and my God.
0: All that, like, no quest markers. Like, all that stuff sounds great. I can't wait. I can't wait for that.
1: But, um, I'll, I'll, say, I'll say one thing uh, about Elden Ring. One more, one more thing to won the show. Uh, well, I mean, we'll give, our, we'll give the PXN top five and then we'll end the show. Uh, I remember in Elden Ring, really early on, um, going through a forest... You got like the quiet, like music seeping through. You got like uh, the fog and the mildew from the trees. There's a giant bear at the edge of the forest. I can see that. I'm kind of like trying not to awake because I don't want to fight it. And I see hidden behind like this, like kind of like these two little like hills of rocks. uh, There's like this building, Uh, and it's like what I think it looks like a well. Uh, And I step on the platform, and it's an elevator, Uh, a floating elevator, like all from softwares are. And in this elevator, I'm like going down and then it like it gets really fast. And then it's like 30 <laughs> seconds have gone by and I'm still in this elevator, 45 seconds to a minute. And I'm like still in this elevator. And I'm like, where am I? Where is this going? What is going on? And then you get out of there and like the text pops up. It's like boom. And it's like she uh, she river well. Uh, and you look oh. up and you see uh, you see a ceiling of of stars, and you realize it's actually just minerals, but it looks like like the cosmos, like purple, blue, and black. Just it's like, wow, this was the best moment in gaming this year, and it was a one minute long uh, elevator ride to a cave, and nothing in this year came close to that feeling of wonder, insane. And this game is filled with hundreds of those moments. Crazy. I thought when.
2: I thought when you said the the title of the location I thought you that was going to be the name of the boss or something like you you stumbled onto no. a boss by mistake
1: but that's it's even just, better. It's just yeah. an area and yeah. guess what it's all side content you didn't
4: have to do at all. Beautiful. That shit cool. rocks.
0: Yeah. I like that.
4: I think also to, be, r- fa- to oh, be fair uh-huh. if if I wish I love this type of game because I think that Elden Ring is absolutely incredible like what they were able to do with that game. Absolutely really really good cool shit
1: uh which brings us to our official pxn top games of 2022 are you guys ready i'm so excited i've tallied them all i've sorted them uh three games are tied with the same amount of points and what i did was i actually let uh google sort it through its data so whatever order it's in right now is the order i think for our top five and i'm just gonna leave it at that Okay. In fifth place, our fifth best game of the year, Modern Warfare Two. Congratulations, Infinity Ward! Cheerio! By the way, this is a pretty cool representative list of all the games like we're like all four of us are into, so that's nice. Fourth place, The Last of Us Part One.
3: Oh
1: wow! Naughty Dog did it again. (laughs) You did it in twenty thirteen. It's the same thing you did, and I'm just kidding. In third place, Citizen Sleeper. Ro we showed yes. up. Yes. Let's go. Hell yeah. In second place, Ro, we showed up. Signals. Yes. Let's go. <laughs> In first place. Of MNT. course it had to be. Is it? TMNT. No Should way. God of War Ragnarok. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations, God of War! You are PXN's Game of the Year. This is a good list. I like this list. It's a very good Me list. Too. You did it. You did it.
0: That is a PXN list, if I've ever heard one. Yes. yes it is.
1: Isn't that nice? That's nice. That's
0: nice.
4: That's it, nice. Wait, you, nice. you gotta say it this way, Christian.
5: Isn't it nice?
4: A. Isn't it?
1: <laughs> I'm just not even gonna end the show. <laughs> <laughs> I w- I'm, I'm going to refuse to do it <laughs> we're sit
0: here and think about what you just did
3: That's British <clears> right my God. Or, I don't know oh my
1: so Kierig, Glenn you listener thank you again to everyone joining us live on YouTube and Twitch as well as podcast services everywhere including Apple Podcasts Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher and everywhere else you get your podcasts thank you Roshan, thank you Christian Thank you, Gage. Thank you, Daniel. This has been Podcast BXN, and we are out of here. Much love. And keep on. Yeah. Keep
0: on. Fuck it.
1: Swag. 420. I, yeah. Hey, if you're, if you're sick and you're going to go see Avatar, don't. You know, just stay home. Don't get anyone else sick.